1: Business news 24
2: hours a day
1: at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
3: From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow, the SP, NASDAQ, all lower stocks sliding in a broad sell off. This update brought to you by WeatherTech, CarMats, and Floorliners. Stocks are lower right now with the SP 500 index falling nine points to 2038, a drop of five tenths of 1%. NASDAQ Stacked down 32 points, a decline of seven tenths of one percent, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 93 points, a drop of five tenths of one percent. The tenure year up two thirty seconds at yield 1.84 percent. Gold down 19 ten the ounce to 1255.30, a drop there of one and a half percent. Crude down seven cents the barrel, 48.12 right now on West Texas Intermediate. That is a drop of. So, again, recapping, uh, another sell-off for stocks with the S&P down 9, a drop of 5 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox
2: on Bloomberg Radio. The consumer. What does the consumer think about the future of the economy? What is the conference board's leading economic index for the United States? What is it telling us? Well, we have Ken Goldstein to tell us. He is the economist for the conference board, and he joins us now. Thank you very much for being here, Ken. very welcome. Give us the update. The conference board leading economic index, LEI, for the United States, it...
1: it's up. Okay. And it's up again. And not only is the lead up, but in some sense more important, the coincidence, because that's what tells us where we are right now. After no change last month in April, that's back up. So in other words... The the measure about where the economy is right now is telling us we continue to chug along. And the lead is, is telling us expect more of this at least through the summer, maybe even into the fall. The economy is not, you know, way picking up, but it certainly is not losing steam. That may be one reason why bonds are rallying.
0: Leading economic index uh, contains – the how many hours are worked in manufacturing, the jobless claims, new orders of various kinds, building permits, obviously another leading indicator for housing, stock prices. Investors are betting where they think things are going. Uh, then we've got the interest rate spread uh, to give us some sense of what the credit markets are saying. So all of this is – yeah, but you're missing, you're
1: missing the most, well, not okay. the most important one, but, but, you know, to follow on to the earlier question, one of the measures here is about overall confidence, not just consumer confidence, overall confidence. Um, yeah. and it's been one of the, you know, sort of, you know, lagging behind the rest of the indicators. Very volatile lately. Very volatile lately, but that's different from being steadily down. So there's been a change over the last six, 12 months there in terms of, of confidence. People are anxious. They're a little bit more solid about where the economy is at right now. Uh, but they're a little bit, you know, uh, worried about uh, where things are going to go. What's the next shoe that's going to hit the floor? That's part of the reason why until April you didn't see that big pickup in retail sales. We might, you know, unless that was just a one-month bounce, we might be starting to see some of that, a little bit more spending, a little bit less saving because people are a little bit less concerned about the bottom falling out.
2: Ken Goldstein, you, I'm sure, read the report having to do with the Federal Open Market Committee meeting minutes for April. The context is they will raise rates at a future meeting if the economic data continues to come in as it has. Given today's report, I know it's incomplete, but given today's report, if you had to decide whether the Federal Reserve would raise interest rates, which way would you come down? In July. Why Why is that?
1: Because I don't think they're going to do it right before the Brexit vote in June. So July, which is early enough to get away from our own election. But but, you know, soon enough in order to move, not to tighten, but to go back to this normalizing program that they've been trying to get on for so long. So if I had a bet right now, I would bet on exaggerator on Saturday and on the Fed raising in July.
0: Okay, well, that would be exciting. Saturday, the (laughs) preakness. Now, um, well, let me ask you this. Um. In terms of the economy, has your view changed, particularly when you look at on, on what growth rate we're going to have he's
1: shaking his head there you go. so no, what's the growth no, no, rate we, you, we, you,
0: you've been saying something around what two to two and a half?
1: Two to two and a half and i think you know might even be closer to two perhaps but you know that has been the, the view now for maybe the last two years so that the statistics at least the gdp statistics bounce a little bit you get much less bounce out of the labor market and so one of the questions is which do you really rely on GDP, or jobs, I think jobs is a better measure. Um, And, again, I mean, it's not telling us things are going to pick up dramatically, but certainly that the bottom is not falling out. And I think that even the consumer is beginning to relax a little bit that the bottom is not going to fall out. That if they sign a contract to make 36 car loan payments, that the bottom is going to fall out in the middle of that. Tell me
2: about stock prices, because we're trading in this range And I'm wondering what people for a year. Yes. I wonder what people take away. Well, with some some exceptions that may have frightened people to death. uh, Tell us what this tells you.
1: Well, what it tells me is that, you know, earnings uh, haven't been very good this earning season. We saw this coming. And I don't think that this is a one earning season phenomenon. I think that, you know, we're in for several of these. And I think that the stock uh, prices are beginning to reflect that, and, but again, it's not that the bottom is falling, but just that things aren't may not get much better. They're not going to get that much worse, not for the economy, not for the job market, not for the stock market.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, the bond market got hit pretty hard, as I said yesterday. People obviously were not positioned for a Fed that was this what they considered hawkish, right? Today, bonds doing doing a little bit better as as stocks sell off a bit. Want to ask you a, the global question? Uh, because you know very well, Ken, it seems people who are opposed to the Fed rate raising rates now and think it's a mistake is that the the global economy is still soft, you know, still have negative rates around the world. What is your view of the potential linkage and, and if if there's some worry there?
1: Well, there is some worry there that, you know, that growth is not quickening across the globe. It is in certain places you know uh, and in some other places china for example maybe it's beginning to soften uh, but india is very strong um africa latin america commodity producers both in terms of prices and in terms of what that means for their economy so again you know even if we look at the globe it's not as if everything's beginning to implode on itself and and because that's the case and there even are some bright spots this might be the time to just do not you know a 50 point or 75 point move but maybe a 25-point move and then do another one after the election, both for the domestic economy and for the global economy.
0: Ken Goldstein, betting on exaggerated. (laughs) All right. I can hardly wait. Thank you so much for joining us today from the New York-based Conference Board to look at the growth in leading economic indicators and what it means for the economy. This is Bloomberg Radio.
2: Coming up on taking stock after a week of dismal earnings reports and forecasts from retailers, Walmart stores, and other chains delivered some upbeat news in the past 24 hours. We're going to give you the details.
0: The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state